Stage one, basic themes. Mindfulness of the body. The keynote is grounding. Get into your body and inhabit it, as if you're coming into a room, looking for and finding a good place to sit. Staying with what you're doing in an attentive way or bearing it in mind is an important skill called mindfulness. Mindfulness is initiated by bringing to mind a sight, sound, touch, smell, taste or idea. Often you do this with a thought such as, what does my body feel like now? Or how do I know I'm breathing? Or patience. However, more than just thinking of something, mindfulness means that you take in the sound, touch or meaning. You really get it. You bear it in mind. Naturally, it's easier to bear something in mind if it's simple, comfortable and relatively still. So we develop mindfulness around the body and practice getting it comfortable and balanced. In a nutshell, the right kind of effort is one of simplifying and steadying. To put aside what you don't need right now, including ideas of achievement, and to make more of what is good and helpful. In the following exercise, this comes down to being fully aware of the body sitting still. Sitting. One of the most effective postures for the cultivation of mindfulness is that of sitting. The upright posture supports clarity and alertness, and with careful attention you can develop it so that it keeps your back straight without strain. A straight back chair may be helpful, but you should avoid leaning back in it. Even better, you may be able to use one of the cross-legged lotus postures. For this, you'll probably need to wedge a small cushion under your tailbone to help support the lower back. In either case, Good posture is that which provides a firm but supple balance that allows vitality to circulate through the body. When firmness and vitality blend, the body feels good and the mind settles down. To get comfortable in an upright way, draw your lower back in and let your shoulders drop. Draw the lower tips of the shoulder blades into your back. Let your arms rest, hands lightly clasped in your lap or palms down resting on your thighs. Keeping your eyes lightly focused, bring your head in line with the spine. Imagine your chin is resting on a soft ball about the size of a large orange so that the head is tilted very slightly downward but the neck remains upright. Allow the spine to straighten by imagining the crown of the head is suspended from above. This will help to relax your neck muscles. Above all, don't allow the head to tilt forward as this encourages drowsiness. Take your time 
and aim for balance. Take an interest in how your body feels. Collect your attention and begin to move it slowly around your body. Notice sensations. Relax any tensions, particularly in the face, neck and hands. Allow the eyelids to close or half close. Take some long, slow, out-breaths and adjust. Whatever you can relax, relax. Whatever needs to be alert, wake it up. Get comfortable. Then hold the body in its entirety in your awareness without focusing on any point in particular. Can you feel the regular rhythm of breathing? If so, learn how your body holds itself to facilitate the breathing. This is a good guide for attuning your posture. Bring your awareness to the skin, the boundary of your body. Imagine sitting in a warm and comfortable space, sensing your body within that space. Feel the energy and warmth of your breathing. Imagine those qualities gently radiating out through your skin. Difficulties. If you are feeling tense about all this, relax your attention and soften around your mouth, eyes and forehead. It's quite normal to experience both drowsiness and a hyperactive mind. These are the two extremes that the mind swings between when it is temporarily detached from normal social engagement. The simple way to counter these is to keep bringing attention to your body and its posture. If you're feeling drowsy, keep your eyes open and bring attention to the upright posture through drawing the lower back in and keeping the neck and head in line with the spine. If restlessness and hyperactivity are the problems, sweep your attention over the body as if you're gently brushing it, picking up the sensations and energies in the skin. Breathe in and out slowly and deeply. If you find yourself brooding or worrying, it's best to open your eyes and change your posture to one of those in the next exercise or spend some time in reflection as below. Reflection on Goodwill The first reflection I'd suggest concerns enhancing your own well-being. Take a few moments to remember what it was like when someone was generous supportive or grateful to you. Be mindful, linger in that. Notice when considering this that there have been many acts of goodwill and courtesy shown to you. Some probably happened today. Try to stay with how that feels to the extent that your body feels relaxed by it. Then remember someone to whom you feel grateful or whom you respect or feel gladdened by. 
If no one always invoked those attitudes, bring to mind those occasions when they did and things clicked in a positive way. Get the feel of that. To support this, a useful image to bring to mind may be of a kind friend or even a beloved pet giving you attention. Try to embody this perspective and feeling, how it feels to be in a warm and welcoming space. Then try offering this space to others. How does it feel? Following any or all of the above is a healthy way to spend 15 minutes. By grounding yourself in your body, you allow your mind and nervous system time to refresh and regenerate. If you cultivate this on a regular basis, you'll notice that you tend to be with what you're doing in a fuller and more enjoyable way. Also, the steady cultivation of goodwill will make you feel more warm-hearted towards yourself and others. This gives rise to respect for self and others, forgiveness and compassion, all of which are invaluable. Other postures for meditation. The keynote is connect and integrate. Sustain the attitude. Take things steady, one moment at a time. Standing. A good way to settle into your body is to stand still with the focus on the balance of the whole body rather than on any specific part. Standing is best done without shoes to allow your feet to feel free and alive. Stand with your legs coming straight down from hips and soften in the knees. Focus on the soles of your feet. Wriggle your toes a little and even lift your body up and down with your feet in order to activate your feet. As you return to stillness, come into a balanced standing posture. Relax your buttocks and let the weight of your body be transferred down through your legs and feet and into the ground. Draw your lower abdomen in and avoid leaning your upper body on your hips. Let your arms come away from the sides of your body, just enough to let the chest feel open and for the arms to hang freely. Hands can be lightly clasped in front or by your side. Sensing your spine, attuned to balance while remaining relaxed. The body will feel like one unit rather than a series of parts. Center your attention on the spine and then gradually widen the focus to include the skin boundary of the body. Reflect. Immediately in front of me is open and non-intrusive. Check that out and bear that in mind. Then similarly the back. Sense the firm support beneath the feet and the open space above your head. Invite the mind to enjoy this balance and freedom from tension. 
walking. If you have access to a garden, some open land, or even a corridor, measure off about 20 paces length of level ground or a clearly defined pathway between two trees as your meditation path. In more confined spaces, alter the length of the path to suit what is available. As an alternative, you can circumambulate a room, pausing after each circumambulation for a few moments. Stand at one end of the path and compose your mind on the sensations of the body. First, let the attention rest on the feeling of the body standing upright with the arms hanging naturally and the hands lightly clasped in front or behind or resting by your sides. Keeping your neck in line with your spine, allow the eyes to gaze at a point about 10 feet in front of you at ground level. Keep your eyes lightly focused, but still. Explore how the body walks. Notice that the movement begins in the hips and lower back. Walk from your hips, slightly lifting each leg as you swing it forward. Let the hips turn a little with each step. Notice that the movement of the hips synchronizes with a slight turn in the shoulders. As one leg swims forward, its corresponding shoulder counterbalances by turning backward. Don't exaggerate this movement, but attune to it as a sign that the body is walking in a relaxed way, as one unit rather than as a head rushing forward with a body underneath it. Let the world come to you rather than have yourself pushing forward into it. Walk gently at a deliberate but normal pace to the end of the path. Stop. Focus on the body standing for the period of a few breaths. Bring up the attitude of starting afresh, then turn and walk back again. While walking, be aware of the general flow of physical sensations, or more closely direct your attention to the feet. Keep bringing attention back to the sensation of the feet touching the ground, the spaces between each step, and the feelings of stopping and starting. Adjust your pace to suit your state of mind. Vigorous when drowsy or caught up in thought, firm and steady when restless and impatient. Walking brings energy and fluidity into the practice, so keep your pace steady and let things pass through your awareness. Contemplate the flow of thoughts, sensations and feeling as a flow rather than get involved with the topic. When your mind does get involved, your attention gets stuck on a topic and adds a lot more detail and narrative. Notice that snagging and also notice where it takes you into the past, future, other people or concerns about yourself. 
Consider, right now, how much of this discursive thinking is useful or relevant to our well-being. Is it okay to let go of these topics for a few minutes? Then try to re-establish your focus on the body walking. Begin anew every moment. This brings the renewal that keeps the mind fresh. Reclining. This can be a helpful posture when the back feels strained. Also at the end of a day, when you take a rest, it's good to spend a few minutes meditating before going to sleep. There are two reclining postures, lying on one side and lying flat on your back. When lying on one side, keep the body quite straight and bend one arm up so that the hand acts as a support for the head. Put a cushion under the hand as is suitable. If you're lying on your back, bring your knees up to form the legs into an arch with the soles of the feet flat on the ground. Relax your pelvis and widen your shoulders onto the mat or whatever you're reclining on. Sweep through your body, resting its stresses from the soles of the feet up to the crown of the head. Keep your eyes open, it's easy to fall asleep. Collect your attention on the breath, consciously putting aside topics of thought. Can you be aware of the space of the mind? That is the awareness through which thoughts and moods move. It's likely you can only manage this for 10 minutes or so before losing mindfulness. If your mind gets dreamy, either slowly sit up or go into complete rest with the resolve to pick up mindfulness when you wake up. Reflection. Integrity. Integrity means that one's inner life is integrated with one's activities and behaviour. It's important to be of one piece and going in one direction. Obviously, we all have our inner conflicts, angry thoughts and impulses that aren't our best features. However, reflection helps us prioritise what our most reliable intentions and attitudes are. For example, although I may get irritable at times, the standard that I would like to live by is one of non-abuse. Similarly, I would like to feel that I am worthy of trust and friendship, and that means I don't lie, gossip, manipulate or steal. Keeping clear-headed rather than being given to drinking or drugs is also something that I would hold as an important standard. Return time and again to your values and get a feel for them. Can you name guidelines that make sense to you in your relationships with other people? They should be those by which you'd like others to relate to you. Do such values give you clarity and calm? Can you note where you let yourself down and how that feels? Make a point of learning from the mistakes and beginning again. Through this, we understand the challenges of being human and we feel more self-respect. 
With this comes respect for others, as well as clarity and compassion.